0: Hey there everybody, welcome to Narrative Live. It's really exciting to be with you here today because we had planned a monster big two episode broadcast that we were gonna do live. I'm not gonna do that, I'm gonna just do one because the news is so vast and uh, I I just feel like I'm gonna get lost if I give you both shows. But rest assured, the first part of the show that I was planning to give you, I am gonna give you and it still has some big news in it, Um, including an interview with a person I think is actually Uh, Dash One in uh, in the impeachment inquiry report. In tonight's show, I'm going to try to reveal who Dash One is, I'm going to see if we can backdate this entire investigation into the Poroshenko era, and I'm going to suggest perhaps that we could be close to seeing a RICO uh, investigation, at least, into the Republican Party.
1: We continue to investigate whether this scheme began earlier than expected, whether this scheme also involved the last president of Ukraine. But look, we have provided overwhelming evidence in this report of a scheme to pressure the current president of Ukraine to conduct these political investigations. Um, will it move others if we're able to show that this was not the first time, this was the second time? Um, I think. What we have produced uh, in in remarkable short order uh, is so overwhelming that it ought to be presented to the Judiciary Committee now without any further delay. Um, If we do uncover additional evidence and and we do learn more every day, we will feel free to file supplemental reports uh, to the Judiciary Committee. But there is, I think, grave risk to the country with waiting until we have every last fact.
0: I I agree. I think there is grave risk to the country if we continue to spend time investigating. We don't have a lot of time. The window of time between now and when uh, Congress stops sitting is not very large and the elections are coming and we can't be guaranteed we're going to have a free and fair election when the guy in the White House keeps breaking the law about having a free and fair election. But I played you that clip because at the very beginning of it, he talks about they will look at whether this investigation, whether this whole operation to remove Maria Ivanovich, when did it really begin? Because I think now there's ample evidence to suggest that it started well before this year. Apparently on April 2018, there is a dinner with Donald Trump, the president of the United States, and Mr. Parnas, the guy who's currently indicted, an associate of Rudy Giuliani, who's apparently, uh, you know, been doing some illegal stuff. Uh, It turns out that they had dinner in the townhouse of the Washington Trump Hotel. Parnas already then, a year ago, April 2018, started telling the president of the United States that he had concerns about Marie Yovanovitch, the ambassador to Ukraine of the United States of America. The second thing you see there is a picture with Mr. Parnas is taken from his Facebook account or his Instagram account there. He's t- he's pictured there on May 9th with Pete Sessions. Uh, Pete Sessions is the former congressman from Texas for the Republican Party and also the House Rules Committee chairman. Now, you can't uh, there's a couple of positions if you want power in, in the House. One of them is you want to be the leader of the House. The other position you really want is the House Rules uh, Committee because you get to decide uh, all the rules. So why not? Um, and so there he is on May 9th. Mr. Parnas has a, a very close relationship with uh, Mr. Sessions. They have a meeting on, on the 9th. And on the same day, on the very, very, very same day, he, Mr. Sessions pens a letter to none other than uh, the the current Secretary of State, Um, Michael Pompeo. He says that he has concrete evidence from close companions that Ambassador Jovanovich has spoken privately and repeatedly about her disdain for the current administration in a way that might call for the expulsion of Ms. Jovanovich as the United States Ambassador to Ukraine immediately. But of course it's clearly not one of those things he just did for free. There was a bit of a quid pro quo involved in what Mr. Uh, Sessions and Mr. Parnas were involved in. And that quid pro quo came in, and we know about this because of the indictment from Mr. Parnas. Uh, These guys give a donation to uh, Mr. Sessions and they max it out, uh, because you can only give a certain amount of individual donations. In order to circumvent that, they then give $300,000 to a committee that gives him a lot of money because he's, I think, one of the senior executives of that committee, $300,000. And that money you know, comes from somewhere else because it's funneled through a limited liability corporation. And overall, $3 million gets given to to Sessions during this time, which I think is, is a stunning amount. Uh, I'm not sure it's a stunning amount. Maybe this is how you roll when you're a, a representative for the Republican Party. But it seems like a, a significant amount of money that gets sent over. So you don't have to, you know, be a genius here to realize that there was a quid pro quo going on. These guys, according to this indictment, wanted the ambassador removed. They had previously told President Trump they wanted the ambassador removed. They were now telling Mr. Sessions that they wanted the ambassador removed. And they were greasing the wheel, if you will, with $300,000 plus $20,000 plus $2,700. A lot of money being slashed around to get rid of the Ukrainian ambassador, who, by all accounts, is doing a great job. Interesting sequence of event because it certainly does take at least that beginning portion, the ambassador removal portion, all the way back a year to uh, April uh, 2018, which to me was news in any event. Something else happened in the summer of 2018. Towards the end of summer of 2018, Parnas gives uh, Rudy Giuliani half a million dollars. You heard me right, half a million dollars for you know consulting, client, whatever work he does. That's a lot of money being sloshed around for this you know, activity to get rid of the ambassador. I mean, she's apparently a really good ambassador was doing her job. But getting in the way probably of the prosecutor general, uh, Mr. Lutsenko. You've heard his name before and I had his photo up earlier. Let me throw it up again for you. Uh, Mr. Lutsenko is known for being a little bit corrupt uh, himself and he's the guy who was trying to uh, frame her as being Uh, as being a a troubled ambassador, a bad diplomat, which of course she wasn't. If you remember, in the Marie Jovanovitch depositions, there were two questions which discussed this 2018 and Lutsenko's involvement. The one question was, you testified that you learned Giuliani met with Lutsenko in the summer of 2018, and she responds, yes. Then they ask her, do you have any reason to believe that the Ukrainian government official referenced here could involve Lutsenko. And she says, I think that would be a good guess. Referenced where? Referenced in the indictment. Do you remember, I just read to you that there was a Ukrainian government official who's actually been ordering this campaign to get rid of the ambassador. I think it's clear from this indictment and from these series of events that happened in 2018 that Mr. Lutsenko had actually bribed Rudy Giuliani, Mr. Sessions, and I suspect Mr. Trump, where he wouldn't have had that dinner, in order to get this ball rolling, to get the ambassador removed. Um, And so that goes all the way back to 2018. Mr. Lutsenko, at the time, was in the government of of Poroshenko, the predecessor to Zelensky. So is he getting bribed too? This all fits in so well with what I told you last week that you know Zelensky was a surprise. No one had expected Zelensky, and he threw everyone into chaos because they'd already had a deal with Zelensko and Poroshenko, and now suddenly that deal was scuttled. And that is a very, very interesting turn of events. You know, it might be the one thing that we all look back on and say, uh, "This election of Zelensky probably saved um, the American Union." <laughs> The New York Times is now reporting that you're investigating if that number is the president himself. Can you confirm that?
1: Well, we can't confirm yet uh, who that dash one number belongs to, but uh, certainly there was indications in the trial of Roger Stone that when he was communicating with the president, it would show up in phone records as a dash one number. Uh, But here you have Rudy Giuliani in communication with the Office of Management and Budget, uh, in communication with the White House. Uh, and you
0: also have presidential conduct in the form of tweets and other actions. So I don't think they know. I don't think Adam Schiff really knows that it's um, that it's the president of the United States. There seems to be a lot of indication that it is, and it is true that in the Roger Stone case there was communication with someone uh, named Dash One, and and that was the president of the United States. But in this indictment, Congressman Dash One is Pete Sessions, and that might be in fact to Giuliani called on those various call logs. Now, I say that because Sessions is a bit of a, a Giuliani uh, surrogate, if you will. I'm going to throw up a couple of places in the latest testimony impeachment inquiry where Dash One comes up. The most prominent you see there uh, in, on the right-hand side is is several calls on the 8th of uh, August. Up, down, up, down, up, down. And then on the, uh, on the left-hand side, you see a bunch of other calls in uh, in earlier in april so it occurs to me and i could be wrong but it occurs to me that pete sessions is a person who would be at least a person on the suspect list here on who is dash one who is the mystery caller that rudy giuliani calls are you following all this i think i might be going too quickly uh n- number one the whole thing dates back to april 2018 we can now see a clear path where um, Giuliani with Donald Trump as early as April 2018 were already associating with Mr. Parnas and Mr. Furman in order to get the ambassador fired. There's also a clear money trail where Mr. Parnas and Mr. Furman are paying. Uh, representative sessions from Texas in order to write a letter to Mr. Pompeo to ask for the ambassador to be removed and even a further money trail which indicates that Mr. Giuliani gets half a million dollars towards the end of summer. In the midst of all of that we know that uh, a government official from Ukraine is involved in directing all of this and we know that it's Prosecutor General Lutsenko who has a meeting with Giuliani in the summer of 2018 so a very compelling timeline there that suggests 2018 was a busy time um, for these guys to get their uh their get rid of the ambassador operation rolling now part two of our show today is all about who is dash one some suspicion that it could be uh the president of the united states but i'm going to suggest that it could be pete sessions I, I like to do my original reporting. I like to actually get original sourcing. Uh, and, and today was not any different. I called Pete Sessions up. I, I wanted to know if he was Dash One. It mentions you as Congressman Dash One, right? It mentions what? It mentions your, your name is not in the indictment. Okay, How, sir, sir, sir I, you, This is not what you told me you were calling about. I, did, I just said I was calling you to ask you some questions about the impeachment inquiry. And, uh, and this is exactly what I'm, I'm calling about. Okay, well, I, I, I appreciate it. I, I am not going to speak anything related to uh, anything that's extraneous to what you asked me about. What you asked me about was about the calls uh, okay.
1: that were in the
0: log. Are you the person in the call logs that, that, that Mr. Giuliani is calling, that is referred to as Dash 1? I, I have no reason, I, I have no knowledge. Do you remember if you were on August the 8th? this year, whether you were in communication with uh, Mr. Giuliani at all? Sir, I, th- thank you very much for calling me and I hope you have an awesome day. All right, thank you, sir. So that how that's how that happened. Uh, it's great that he picked up the phone. I don't think he was expecting me to call just for clarity, I did say specifically, I wanted to ask him about the core logs contained in the impeachment inquiry report. Uh, I, I as clear as anything about that. Of course, when I started asking the questions, he got a little bit taken aback by what I was really asking. Um, I don't think he realizes necessarily that One might be him, and maybe it's not. Maybe, in fact, it is the President of the United States. We're beginning to see, I think, the formation of a RICO investigation. You know, this is a racketeering and corruption, organized scheme. There's so many people suddenly involved. It's not just the president saying, hey, I need a favor, though. It's, I need a favor, though, and my friends in the Republican Party are going to make it happen. Uh, Rudy Giuliani is going to make it happen. Bill Barr is going to make it happen. We're going to make this happen. Um, And it involves a lot of people. Here's why I think that. Obviously, I put uh, Mr. Sessions in there because he's the recipient of so much cash on top of the fact that he wrote this letter to Pompeo, which is unbelievable in the first place. But there's a couple of other people who deserve to be on this uh, on this RICO thing. Donald Trump Jr. on the left uh, and uh, Donald Trump on the right. It, it's, it should be kind of hard to go see the president of the United States and get a photo like this. It's certainly hard to get, um, I'd say, breakfast with, Donald Trump, Jr., if anyone would ever want that. Personally, I'd, I'd defer, but you got you got to believe this is not some sort of uh, just meet and greet. This is involving some cash, some serious cash, because we know the initial vote time that Mr. Parnas met with Mr. Trump was last year, and yet this picture on the very right here appears to have taken place this year. I'd say these two guys are part of a potential RICO investigation. Who else is part of that RICO investigation? Well, none other than Mr. Devin Nunes. You know, Devin Nunes has the audacity to be the ranking member of this intelligence investigation at the same time as he is in negotiation with Mr. Parnas, traveling around the world to meetings with the Ukrainian prosecutor with Mr. Parnas, and he's in regular contact with Mr. Giuliani during all these um, phone calls, the logs that were revealed the other day. You've really got a situation here where Devin Nunes seems like he's part of this organized crime scheme. A massive crime scheme, and he's investigating. So I would say, Mr. Devin Nunes, I'd be thinking about uh, what to do in the case of a RICO investigation. Uh, Kash Patel, it turns out, did you read this in the report? And I posted this on Twitter earlier on Kash Patel is a senior counterterrorism guy in the president's office who used to be an aide to mr Devin nunes on the intelligence committee and has a 25-minute conversation with rudy giuliani on these call logs 25 minutes with rudy giuliani now on cbs today they interviewed uh, mr patel and his excuse i'll say it's an excuse uh was that he simply was from new york and he wanted to do a catch-up conversation with with the former mayor of New York and as one does, the mayor calls and they are like, oh, do you miss New York? Uh, that's BS. And uh, Mr. Patel, maybe you are part of a RICO investigation too. Who else would you put on this RICO investigation? Who would I put on this RICO investigation? Well, this here is pretty telling. This headline here from Vice, this is Kevin McCarthy. He is the the leader of the, of the republicans in the house and he says he has no problem with nunes calling giuliani and parnas and traveling around the world with these guys which makes no sense right i mean clearly there's a problem with these guys investigating this thing and then on top of it being a part of it that makes no sense it's clear conflicts of interest just to remove the appearance of conflicts of interest you would want to say I have a problem Nunes should stand aside but he doesn't and he doesn't because boy oh boy does Kevin McCarthy and mr. Parnas and mr. Furman have a history because if you look it up <laughs> this is start. you see these two pages over here these are all the donations made by mr. Parnas to uh, Kevin McCarthy and to associations or committees related to Mr. Kevin McCarthy. See all these, all of these individual donations, some made to the President of the United States, and and there's more. Here's um, all Mr. Furman's uh, donations to things related to Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, some of them go to Pete Sessions, some of them goes to the NRCC, some of them go to Kevin McCarthy, but boy, oh boy i'm not a lawyer i don't know anything about law but i will say i find it astounding that so much money could be flowing from these guys clearly it's not flowing from them personally it's flowing through them into the republican party and into all these little sub uh, sections of the republican party and then on top of that there's an illegal amount that's funneled through their energy corporation three hundred thousand dollars and then on top of that there's an illegal amount that is currently being investigated Why so much money and a half a million dollars to Rudy Giuliani? Why so much money? Clearly, the Ukrainian government, uh, at least Mr. Lutsenko or people associated with him, are trying to buy the American president. They're trying to buy his uh, his help in getting rid of Mr. uh, Miss Marie Yovanovitch. And because there's all these people involved, that's why it's a RICO investigation. And to step it up a little bit, to make it even more complicated, the president is not satisfied with just taking the money. He says he wants something else in return. He wants dirt on Biden, and he's going to hold back all these arms as well. I mean, it's corruption on top of corruption, on top of corruption, and on top of corruption. It's a corruption stew of which you've never seen before, and it certainly lends me to believe that we are in. rico conversation so uh you know look at these faces all these faces could be uh when they when they say out of the southern district of new york that further charges could be coming i suspect further charges could be coming for all of these people all of these people just to recap the show today we've told you how all of this really began In 2018 the beginnings of uh, this bribery and corruption scandal to remove the ambassador at least that section of it began in April 2018 and it began with the president of the United States in a meal with Mr Parnas beginning immediately to lobby for the removal of the ambassador so that's a significant addition to what we've known We're also suggesting tonight that Pete Sessions could be, could be dash one, could be the guy that Giuliani is mysteriously calling throughout the, um, throughout all those call logs that were released in the impeachment inquiry. And I'm going to say out loud that I think we are about to see a RICO charge, a RICO investigation um, for racketeering corruption that is going to bring in a lot of these characters from the Republican Party, including Mr. Nunes and Mr. Sessions and Mr. Patel and Mr. Everybody else. We don't know, we don't know for sure. We don't know, I'm guessing a little bit, but I think uh, I think they're not bad guesses. I will ask you to please, if you can, check out uh, the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash narrative. I don't get funding from anybody else. I don't. uh, Everything I do, I self-fund. I believe in truth and I really believe that we're at an existential moment for this republic. I've been spending three years of my life uh, ardently trying to investigate what the hell is going on and how Trump was elected because I'm nervous about the future because I really think that if we don't tell the truth at this point and if we don't find the truth at this point, uh, we're in trouble. And I mean, trouble forever. So that's why I've given up so much of my life and so much of what uh, I earn every year. Uh, I appeal to you, if you can, to go to patreon.com forward slash narrative uh, and uh, $5 a month is all it is. I know there's a lot of subscriptions out there. I get that. I'm asking you to dig a little deeper and and help me continue to do this because otherwise, uh, you know, soon I'm gonna run out of money and... uh, and I, you know, I like doing this. I won't lie. This is a fun job, but, uh, but primarily I like doing it um, uh, because it brings you the truth and it helps to protect our democracy. Thanks for joining me tonight. This is Narrative Live. We'll see you again soon. Support Narrative's independent journalism at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to subscribe and download.